Cleopatra's favorite cat. Got his hands on Caesar's spats. The heat was on as you could see. So he phoned on to Mark Anthony. Said my girlfriend's cat is smaller than me. My girlfriend's cat is smaller than me. Said Brutus had an awful clothes. Saw them spats, he said, I like those. No thing to say. Except Yezu Christe Dominea. Et tu te well. Yezu Christe Dominea. Et tu te well. The Senate tried to sympathize. It was this cat they should despise. And for my towel is whereabouts. Uh, Right. Hello, hello.
Greetings. Hello. Yes, yes. So that is the voice, obviously, of JN Tracks and the lovely Commander Burr. I would uh, dispute that. Okay, that is the <laughs> voice of JN Tracks and the super sexy Commander Burr. There you go, buddy. There, there you, you go. go. Coming there in, you huh? go. Hello, hello. Right. Hello. I, I, I'll probably not do that ever again. Uh, no, please. No. <laughs> As <laughs> another Brit, I would recommend against it. That's Aww. all of London offended. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, with regard, okay, we got, uh, we've got other people watching this, this stream live. Plater, that's Plater here. Obviously, you could hear his voice. You could hear that's the disdain me. in his voice. Uh, hello, guys. Um, did you guys have, do you guys have stream problems as well on YouTube, or is it just me? Uh-oh, oh, my stuff on. just yeah, seemed to mine, froze. Yeah, ours is Sorry? frozen. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Is Check everybody in. else frozen? Yeah, oh, mine just hell? completely died. That's weird. Yeah. Mine too. Ours, wow, how odd is that? Uh -oh. Okay, it's really, okay. really laggy. Oh, it I'm is back moving, up. But it's laggy. I, think, I think mine's working. Yeah, mine just... <laughs> All right, so for those of you listening at home, ladies and gentlemen, apparently every last one of our streams just took it. Yes, right. mine's right, actually. Okay. Well, not players. I think okay. it's okay. <laughs> I'm invincible, I'm, apparently. <laughs> wow. I'm glad it's just not, it's not just me. I was like, that's yeah. perfect timing. Like, I had 30 seconds until it's supposed to go live, and everything just went, went down. I will. Wow. All right, but we're confirming um, everybody's good and up now. I'm just live on Twitch. Um, I'm not sure if uh, if YouTube is up yet for me. I am live both on YouTube and Twitch. I'm seeing them both myself, so I can confirm. They they did both freeze, but they are now back up. So, yay! I'm just gonna verify my own stream here just okay. to see. I'll verify with you. Uh. Well, that was a smooth start, wasn't it? <laughs> Seamless. Seamless. I've got people telling me that mine is fine. Um, but I know that, um, as Ashley just mentioned, you're streaming to Twitch as well, aren't you? So people yeah, I'm dual streaming. Mm -hmm. Same. Okay, ours has just started moving again, literally, by the look of it. All right. I'm looking Sabotage at... Sabotage Astro's is still spinning. Yeah, mine's still spinning. Hit the refresh on yours. See if I, I am. Mm, okay, that's weird. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with us for just a moment or two. We're sorting out some technical difficulties with a couple of people's streams, and we'll be with you. In the meantime, we have the lovely Commander Burr, who will sing you a lullaby. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, hang on. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Once I was a lonely goat, hoodley, hoodley, hoodley. Is that what you were after? I'm mean, perfect. You didn't Perfectly think I'd do anything, nice. did you? You didn't think I'd go with that, but oh no. Was <laughs> anyone else expecting Burr, a sensible professional stream today? <laughs> anyone else expecting that, but is now sorely disappointed as we've had Good luck with that. Burr yodeling? Good luck with that. Let me tell you something. Hey, Burr yodeling looks like you're is the up. highlight. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. No, it's just when... Astro, ah. I can see your countdown now. My countdown. Yeah, as is like yeah, I see, I see you live close. at like four and a half, or or am I watching a replay? Oh shoot, never mind. I'm gonna shut up. I well, think I'm watching a replay. I'm just gonna say that 
when Astro said for crying out loud, when a Dane says four and then waits a little bit before the crying out loud, I thought, wow, we changed the rules on yep. these streams. Here it comes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Can you guys give me two minutes? Sure. No worries, brother. Of course, mate. Because... No, of course. So course. All good. In the meantime... Let's let's just I'm going to just take over while Astra is doing his whatever and get things started by saying, uh, how has everybody been? Burr, uh, how is the Burr and Rini and uh, and Reno Reno household going? How's the how are the Burrs? Oh, all right. Yeah, not bad, mate. I mean, it's it's um, well, everybody's everybody's dealing with nonsense and rubbish at the moment, aren't they? So it's uh, we've been in complete lockdown, um, haven't been to work for about 12 weeks. Um, and have been completely locked down in the house. So that, in that regard, it's been absolutely hellish, really. But uh, mm. the burp, it's as, uh, as busy as it ever is, um, which is nice, actually. That's been, I mean, thank God we've got that, to be honest. It's been a nice distraction. But yeah, other than that, yeah, all good, really. We're all in good health. I will take that and run with it, honestly. So yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I've been enjoying the hell out of your content. You guys have been making, like, just knocking it out of the park. So I wanted to give you a big salute. Well, that's very sweet of you. Thank you very much. Well, I'm a sweet guy. See if... <laughs> so how are things going in the Plater household? I'm same old, same old, I guess, which is actually really positive for me. Beautiful. But he's, um, I say that, but I had, had some, uh, I think most people know that um, I have mm. stage four cancer mm -hmm. um, by now. And if you don't, well, now you do. And I am... Um, I have, have some other health concerns that popped up, and oh my goodness, it is not good. Mm. <laughs> so, oh. um, I've, I found out I've got gallstones and kidney stones at the same time. Oh so, my goodness, sakes. I am looking forward to that. So that that's that's one of the reasons why I ended up in hospital um, those few times. Mm. That's um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that time because Bird was sending me memes and keeping me highly entertained, which is thank you, Bud. Appreciate mm. it. Calling you names as um, well, I believe at some point. Yeah, you did call me some names, yeah. but. Yeah. Just okay. before my stream went live, I told you, I told everyone that you were from a swamp. I'm sorry about that. Oof, oof. Okay, <laughs> I, I think so. You two just decided that uh, since I lost connection, that the uh, live streaming event that I already set up with all the settings and thumbnails, that that is now a, a finished stream. Done deal. Gonna close that for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so basically, you, everyone listening at home, if you were gonna fi find out who would give you the absolute complete roundtable first, the winner is is uh down to earth this is already completed <laughs> Complete. yeah, moving on to the next video astro okay. is so efficient he completed a two-hour stream in 11 minutes mm. <laughs> that's how you do it see that that stream compression for you <laughs> so you ready to take this back over astro <laughs> yes i think i'm ready it looks like i Beautiful. will at least i'm getting uh getting confirmation from youtube now people saying in chat that we are live there and i think twitch is running too so i think <laughs> I think we're good now. Okay, so with that was a very professional start to, uh, to a live stream, but let's try it from here then. Um, yes, so the plan today is uh, we have a lot of lovely people and we'll be introducing uh, you guys. We can introduce yourself here in just a second. And um, since uh, we have a, a small, just a tiny update coming out to leak here in, uh, in the not too distant future, and we're going to get access to the alpha. We figured we would get together and um, have a chat about it, share our thoughts, what we think, um, what are we looking forward to, and um, what's our plans with the, when the alpha drops here in about two weeks now. So with us today, we have 
Commander Plater. Hello again to everyone else. Hi. <laughs> and from the Burr Pit, we have Commander Burr. Hello, everyone. And I can see Rini's in chat, but not talking today. Yes, no? She is, yeah. She's sat right next to me. She's handling chat for me, and yeah. Okay, great. And make, we, no, have, I don't say anything. we have Elite Week here today with Kai Sen and Tweaked. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Say hi, Tweaked. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Great. And we have uh, with JN Tracks from Loose Group. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And then, of course, I'm here as well, from Down to Earth Astronomy. So let's dive into it and uh, let's get started with the uh, with one of the first topics I, uh, I think would be fun to talk about. Um, I love game mechanics personally, so I thought it'd be fun to dive into uh, the small amount of information we got regarding uh, shield mechanics. Uh, we saw, of course, in the, in the gameplay trailer, and we're not going to go into too much detail with it. I mean, we've all covered this extensively, and I think between us, we probably have... I don't know, 10, 20, 50 times the length of the video and content. Um, so this has been very well covered. But I still think it'd be fun to go in and talk about some of the uh, some of the shield mechanics that we saw in uh, in the game and uh, and what's your thoughts on it. Um, and I'll start with uh, with some of the things that I noticed. Um, first of all, I, of course, noticed that they didn't keep shields online at all times in the same manner as you do with ships. It seems to be a thing you're toggling uh, a little bit like you would uh, toggle silent running or toggle FA off. There's something that you put up when needed um, and then take down when you don't need it again. Mm. I also noticed that the recharge time for the shields seems to be very much quicker than what we have on, on ships, looking like a full recharge in a few seconds when you're out of combat. Um, is that the same thing you guys saw, or did I, did I miss anything that uh, you found? Uh... Yeah, I, th I think I think we saw that as well. Actually, yeah, that the, I'm interested to know how the how the flicking your shield on and off works, and how 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 easily accessible on the keyboard. I suppose that's going to be. Um, I guess it depends where you set it, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a concern as such, but it was sort of like, oh right, okay, I'm going to be doing that. The only thing I was going to say, completely unrelated to what you just said, but the only thing I was going to say about the shield mechanic was I, I really wasn't crazy about the blue um the blue effect it wasn't it wasn't very i, I kind of expected it to be a bit more subtle but um i guess there's still time for that to to get tweaked that's no a offense tweet. it's a stealth thing <laughs> none taken <laughs> i uh <laughs> i i think yes, shield is going to be great actually i think that's going to play into a lot of strategy with how we handle our sh our shields and and the length of the missions and everything toggling them on and off as we do like, mm. like you said, stealth mode, FA on and off, things like that. So I think that's yeah. going to add a different aspect to gameplay. I, I very much like the concept of shield toggle on and off and and using that as sort of a resource management uh, sort of aspect of the game for combat of your battery. Um, I was trying to, and it was, it was just impossibly hard to tell with the Michael Bay edit version of that footage they put out where it was just like smash cut two seconds two seconds two seconds but uh i was what i was trying to do and what i'm very excited to see on march 29th is 
like what are the battery rates for that mm. like when you toggle your shield on and off is there like an immediate sort of one percent hit on on engage mm. or when as as astro pointed out they seem to recharge your shields quickly like what is the currency of exchange for battery life to shield replenishment because like if you noticed in the little super secret squirrel ninja video they released where they got to the 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 place that the character that was being played by zach when he used the uh door overload machine that mm. used up like 48 percent of his total battery life mm. like that that used mm. a massive oh. amount of battery so i'm if you watch back if you go back and look at it he he literally jumps from being in the like 80 to 90 percent range to being in the like 40 percent range I'm, so I'm very interested to see, like, what is the interplay between the amount of battery per, per like, reload of your shields and whatnot? So what I'm saying... Oh, sorry, I was just going to say something we need to remember as well is that um, what we saw footage-wise um, was from separate takes as oh, well. Yeah. Mm. So oh, yeah. that's, that's a real big thing to remember is, um, I think... There's, I know I had quite a few comments mentioning that, oh, why, do, why, why are things so jumpy around? Or, you know, I can't believe they had to change, change the angle or do this or, you know, use multiple takes in order to get a coherent video. It's like, that is how making a video works. I can, sorry, mate, go on, go on. I was going to say, Marvel movies, continuity is all over the place. Just remember that, you know, and, and that's a you know a billion, billion, multi-billion dollar um, company. They still get things wrong. Yeah, we, we need to I, always keep that in mind. But all I was going to say was uh, it, um, it it might be a, a little known fact, but Rini and I actually made a, a, a first-person shooter and uh, got it onto Steam uh, and got it through the Steam process a few years back. Um, it's what we did before we did this, um, and. Uh, it was the first thing. It was really funny watching that gameplay video. Um, the first thing both of us kind of looked at each other and went, oh, okay, they've done what we used to do. So we, whenever we were making <laughs> promotional videos or um, or trying to show off mm. how gameplay was going to work, there would be lots of edits all over the place. It would look like it was a seamless scene, but in actual fact, it wasn't. And also the other thing we used to do, because it's completely impractical otherwise, is turn the AI down so that it's dumb as a fence post, because you just can't, you just can't get anything done. Like in some of the shots we did, it looked like we were under intense fire. But in actual fact, if you run up to the AI, it, literally they would, they, can't, they couldn't hit a barn door. They would, they'd literally be shooting all around you. And it was, it was literally literally the only way you could get through it because otherwise you'd end up you know but just, <laughs> just to, but just to clarify to my point there was no edit involved in the second of footage where you show the guy using the overload mechanic and his battery goes down to by 40 some odd percent like that was oh that no, was no, that not, was, no you absolutely that was saw legit. that yeah 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 that was legit yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely i'm guessing that ties into the to the jetpack as well. I'm guessing you've got like a pool of power that powers your jetpack, and yeah, hmm. and yeah, that looked like an electric car charger. By the way, that thing he was using, yeah, um, that was called the electric link. <laughs> uh, is that what it's called? Yep, energy link. Not energy link was okay. the name. Oh, ele okay, energy and, link. I'll cross and out when, electric and, thingy then. In in fairness to Frontier, for those people that might have heard me say, heard me say, you know, oh, it went down by forty percent with one overload. In fairness to Frontier, if you're saying, well, that's dumb, that's what, I, like, uh. He when he first pulled the weapon a second before he used it, it was in siphon mode, which I think is very clearly indicative of 
Yes, there's uh, ways you can expend massive amounts of your battery to do a thing, but there's also a mechanism where mm. you can replenish that currency. So that's yeah, just a that's thing that figured, is yeah. still to be shown. So like, just don't yeah. don't hop to the conclusion that because it costs half your battery to open a door, that this is stupid and broken. It just means that you're going to have to figure out ways to expend energy and then replenish energy. All in, it's it's a it's a loop. So yeah, well, it's it's good that it has a cost, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's completely. a cost yeah. to, to taking that course of action. Yeah. But but the point that I was drawing was when when Astro was saying, "Oh, it looks like your shields recharge quick." Yes, it, it it so it's so in in everything like in in gameplay with the ship when your shields recharge the the currency that you're expending is time you have to it costs you time and you're taking hits and that's a danger in this it's not the currency clearly isn't time the currency is battery life and that's the thing that i'm very interested to see how it plays out when we get a hold of it on march 29th yeah absolutely i've been i've been thinking when because when you then deplete energy do you then deplete energy only when the shield is recharging much in the same way as shields works on ships where if the shield is at full strength it's just like a pull that's charged up and ready and only when you do the recharge then it drains your battery or is it a constant drain with the shield is, is active i yeah, um, I, don't. I i think it's probably every moment that you have the shield on it's costing you some of that energy so. currency and yeah, then maybe there's some extra doing a recharge or something like that. Otherwise, there would be, because Frontier has told us explicitly that you don't want to have your shields on all the time. That's a waste of your resources. If the, if it mm. was the case that when you're right. at full charge shield, yeah, you expend true. no energy, then there would be no purpose to not have full charge, charge at all times. Besides the stealth implications. Yeah, you would imagine... There, because you, you glow. Running, yeah, if you run with shields, you'd be easier to detect since you have a assuming, field around you. Assuming that that blue glow we saw around all the, the NPCs and everything, and I assume is going to be around us, is not... You know, assuming that it's there when the alpha drops. Hopefully, I'm, I'm personally hoping they dial that down. I agree with you, Burr. That blue was just... Yeah. You just felt like a big Smurf, didn't you? Yeah, yeah right. It looked like Smurfs running around. It didn't. It <laughs> took away from I mean, the immersion. It didn't look real. With the shields, wasn't it only was to you, was the... They were being fired upon that they nope. were there. It was when I think the they kicked them on once because the alarm went was live. being fired out all the time. So it was it was clearly when the shield was on because you see at one point. So Zach's character that was wearing the engineering suit that went inside and took out the core was wearing the shield for much less of the time than Bruce's character. Right, right. But it would make sense that the maybe the the combat suit would uses less energy to keep the shield up but does it have the capabilities to maybe do the hacking thing or the the whatever some of the other right, right, right. Okay. Shield yeah, yeah, yeah. for the energy well, it would make, make sense that a combat suit was designed to keep the shields online for longer yeah uh, but just do you think for... they so i was going to say was do you think do you think they've transposed over the 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 sort of energy management side from the from the ship gameplay as well so that you've, you you can shunt power power around depending on where you want it to go or do we not think there's not management? enough management yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I think, I think I don't know. I think it's going to be resources. Yep. I, I don't think it's pip management. I think they've replaced the loop of pip management with the mechanic of, you know, shields on, shields off, jump pack used, right. jump pack not used. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power budget. It'd be too much to. I suppose first person combat's too too frenetic normally, isn't it? So it'd be too much well, to manage, I guess. The other thing is that with even as edited as it was, the gameplay footage that they showed us, we at no time saw in the bottom left hand corner or anywhere else on the screen 
any sort of pip management, any movement of anything. Very true. No. Yeah. What's your guys' thoughts on like how does the transition go from no shield to shield? Like from when I say I want shield and I then press a button somewhere that says shields on. Uh, do you think it's just going to be shields on like that at full strength, or are they going to come on then begin a recharge? Um, I'm just thinking if it would be like you can toggle your shields on, they would yeah. just be on doing the fight. Or if you really want a micromanagement, you could see and, and say, oh, now somebody's shooting at me. I'm going to be really quick and I've got to press the button and then it just pops up blocks and then it'll take it down again. It's a more so, risky tactic, but it's mm, that transition. I, is... I, I believe... I would imagine... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I would just say, I would imagine it would be like a, a... It would occupy some of your power budget or something to that effect, right? Like you're carrying a battery with you. You have like 100% power in your shield. When you turn it on, it's going to consume a certain amount per second. Um, but then there has to be some kind of damage mechanic, right? Or, the, or you, you're not invincible. So... Um, I feel like it's it's one of two ways, like either the shield consumes 30% of your total power when you turn it on and then depletes over time until it's to nothing and there's no recharge. But you, you guys said you saw a, a, a quick recharge, so maybe oh, yeah. you can turn that aspect on and off or something. But boy, that uh, that becomes so, tough. Like how much do I use power when I get shot more than when I just have it on normally? I would yes. have to, right? Or there'd be no. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I believe I yeah, believe I so. that. I believe that the way it is, is this. When you turn on the shields, shields are instantly on at full power. But full power is defined as whatever the rate it was at the last time you had it on. So it's not like you can game the system by toggling on and off to keep recharging your, 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 your shields to 100%. I believe any minute or second or however they measure it out that you have shields on is going to cost you X amount of battery drain on your pack if you have the shield on at a hundred percent and you take a hit and you turn the shield off that time frame where you have the shield turned off you get no recharge benefits if you have the shield okay. stay on and you take a hit let's say your shields drop you take a massive hit and your shields drop from 90 percent to 80 percent you lose 20 percent shields in one hit over the next three to five seconds you're going to recharge that shield rate from 80% to 100%, but it's going to cost you X augmented battery charge rate. If you that take is that not correct, because right. I'm watching the video now, because I, I was wondering this one, and you're watching Bruce take fire. He his percentage is slowly dropping from, and this is in time with him not being shot as well, um, and regardless of recharge. So even when he's being shot, it's slowly ticking um down then when he gets shot it continues to drop at the same rate then he stops being shot you watch his shields actually charge up but the battery rate drop doesn't increase either it continues at the same rate it was previously going i would submit oh. to you so, that there were so many edits with regard to that that you don't know what you're seeing when you see bruce i know what i'm seeing thank there. you very much or or maybe what they've done is <laughs> if you're not taking fire it acts like a i mean in your shit the smaller megajoule shield you have the quicker it recharges so you would assume if it goes by that that your shit or your suit shields would recharge pretty quickly so maybe they're going to go that route where it does recharge if you're not taking any fire 
If you're asserting that you can sit there and take fire and it has no additional cost on your recharge rate or your battery rate, I would submit that that is a very bad game mechanic. I don't think they would do that. I mean, I'm going on what we have seen. I'm, well, I'm stating what we have seen in the video um, whilst you were speculating. There is a distinct difference what's happening. I'm saying what is what is happening as visible in the trailer and what actually happens in the trailer. And, and you're the you can person see that, the, the rates. And you're the person that three minutes ago said we need to keep in mind that this was so heavily edited that it's hard to make distinctions on stuff. Yeah, well, we can, I did. But also this bit doesn't have any cuts in. Not one bit. Jump cuts, we can still use us as, as yeah, con, as a one continuous. There, I would also there are I would also add no edits in. Yep. And I would and also add that almost in. any other space game I've ever played. If you're not taking fire, your shields start to regenerate. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. It might, it'll still take your battery power. It'll still take battery power, but it'll heal. That's what I was stating. I was stating that if you take fire, your shields will recharge. It will probably cost you something out of your energy budget. Hi, did you mean, did you mean um, so if my shield's at 50% when I turn it off, when I turn it back on, it will still be at 50%. Is that what I, you meant? It seems logical. Otherwise, people would game the system by like turning it off, turning it, and then turning it right back on to jump from 50 to 100. Like, I think right. it needs to be on in order to recharge. That just makes logical right. sense to me. I could be wrong. Okay. It could have a background time delay, too, and be sort of a, a mix of those two. But yeah, I, I agree that it wouldn't be free to recharge just by turning it off, at least yeah. it, without there being, again, a time delay, like a reboot repair. Or some battery penalty. Like, there has to be some trade-off. Otherwise, people yeah, would literally sure. just flick shields on, off, on, off, on, off to game the system. And that would be really dumb. And I don't see Frontier allowing that. I think they're smarter than to allow for that. But they could just add, like, a, uh, an initial energy cost that's larger. So that you take a little, you have a spike at the beginning when you turn the shields on just to get them online. And then once they're online, they have a slower, uh, continuous drain on your energy. Mm, that, that makes, that makes so sense. Turning them on would be like consuming ammo, sort of? No, not necessarily consuming ammo, but let's say... Whoops, I crashed into my carrier. Um, if, <laughs> if, <laughs> let's say they take like 5%, let's say they drain, I don't know, uh, 1% a second, and the moment you turn them on, they just yeah. instantly drain 5%. So if you're sitting there flicking them on and off, mm -hmm. you're going to run out of, out of energy real soon. Yeah, I mean, um, it, in the same way that turning your car on and off, on and off, on and off, will consume more energy than just sitting there idling without moving. Like, yeah, that makes complete sense. That's what I was saying. That would be fair. Cool. Oh. Um, <laughs> so one thing in the gameplay video um, is we saw them during the combat scenes that they would they would often shoot the NPCs until the shields went down and then they would would stop firing. Um, and we, I think, played a you spotted at least once where one of the uh, one of the NPCs were actually shot and killed. But yeah. most of the time, we just saw them take down shields, and then the NPCs would kind of run for cover ish. But not would quite, they but get additional bounties for finishing the kill? That could be it. Yeah, that would. Just, I would assume so. I was saying, to be honest, I'd not noticed what you said there, but the, the thing that immediately occurs to me was the one time you did see someone um, shot was that guy at the top of the stairs, I think. No, was it there the... was another one. Yeah, right, okay. Was... And the, and it, the, the, the rag doll or the, the, way the, the way the body fell looked a bit 
looked a bit yeah. janky. I yep. wondered if they were sort of deliberately avoiding showing that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could be that the ragdoll mechanics for when they, uh, for when uh, the NPC dies is not fully in place yet. Mm. Mm. And to be honest, I I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily expect that part of the mechanic to be ready, maybe even for an alpha. I mean, yeah, I I can live with a in an alpha test that when you kill an NPC, if he either just freezes in place or or something. I mean, obviously for the finished game, we're gonna expect something different. But but for an alpha test, if either the ragdoll if they have ragdoll mechanics and they're just a little like twitchy, then that's fine with me. Um, I can I can extrapolate myself and guess that there's probably going to be different for the launch. It's a difficult situation for them, isn't it? Because one of the one of the the last things that a, a game developer will do before the game gets released is is obviously is is clean everything up and tweak it and make it make it all look ideally absolutely perfect. But it is literally one of the last things they do. And um, by the same token, they've got everybody on this side of the fence going, show us more, show us more, show us more, show us more, show us more. Yeah, and exactly. so they're in, a, they're in a difficult situation where they've got to go, okay, you asked for it. And then we're all going, what the hell is that? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, if it, gets, if, it gets, if it gets finished on a Tuesday, they're, they're not really going to be happy showing it, really, you know, 100% happy showing it until, it's a, until Wednesday, I guess. But, you know, it's a difficult situation. So also there's um, the way it was described is that the alpha would come in sort of stages of feature deployment. So like at first mm. it would only contain certain aspects for the purpose of play testing those and then move on to adding another layer or something. Right. So I hadn't thought of ragdoll being one of the things removed. I was sort of imagining like, you know, one or two styles of mission appears first and then they deploy some other ones and then they deploy some of the exploration stuff or, or something to that effect. And that makes perfect sense to do it like that because from Frontier's point of view, they want to have people. I mean, the alpha is first and foremost a test, right? So they want to make sure people yeah. are testing something. And then once they got the feedback they got for that feature, then they can add something new. And then people will most likely move over and say, oh, there's something new. I've got to go and play with that. And then they get a lot of feedback from how that new thing is yeah. working. So instead of Maybe just dumping their it, numbers. Exactly. Maybe Maybe I'm massively in the minority, but I, I gotta say I don't I, I don't care about the ragdoll whatever. Like if I, no, no, I, no, I very much care about the mechanics of how they work stuff. I very much care about getting game loops right. I very much care about a lot of things. But if if they come to full release and what we see is movement is good, cover is good, AI is good, taking you know cover fire and and how they use troop tactics and whatnot is good, but when you shoot a guy, they ragdoll, they fall to the floor in a weird jumble. I wouldn't really care. <laughs> I, I'd be like, okay, it's I, 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 that doesn't bother me. I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. I think it, it would kind of bother me if when the full release came out, it was that way, just for the simple fact that there's so many other developers that make first-person shooters and third-person shooters where that doesn't happen. I think FDEV can, can get it right. I think they can do that. They but should the, be able to But the that. gravity variance... I mean, I, again, again, I'm not really making an excuse. Actually. I agree with you. Maybe, maybe that's going to be very much that's going to be really funny. Actually, maybe I I'm wonder if you're thinking. like I'm sorry. I was just thinking off the back of that whether you, like you if you, if they've got a complete ragdoll in there that's completely affected by physics and you kill someone with a grenade, is their body, is their body <laughs> going <laughs> oh, <laughs> goes well? There body goes to carrier. <laughs> Science required.
you're sitting there in your mm-hmm. fleet carrier just minding your own business and then a corpse floats by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay for that, honestly. No. Yeah, I, that'd I, be I, spectacular. I think uh, I think high most people uh, are, are like I would agree that like for the alpha, yeah, sure, if the ragdoll mechanic is not there, if if it's a jumbled mess or if it, they just do nothing at all, sure, that's fine with me. Um, again, I'm much more interested in all the other game mechanics than whether a guy looks pretty when he dies. I mean, I don't mm. need him to go and and lie down screaming pain if I shoot him in the kneecap. But it, no, no. <laughs> I think if you shoot it, him in the kneecap, he becomes a guard in Skyrim. Gets <laughs> <laughs> teleported to Skyrim. I, I think there's there's like two sides of it, right? Because yeah, fully, I think the the game mechanics like working in general is much more important than the ragdoll. At the same time, if the game mechanics worked and I sat down to play the game and then the ragdoll went totally bonkers and looked stupid, I'd be like, what the heck is this? You know, it would really set me off. Um, I guess I'm not going to approach it with that mindset, of course, because I'm actually going to be examining the game mechanics rather than thinking of it as a full game. But it does seem like something that, I don't know, is I thought I don't know anything about building a game, but I figured Ragdoll was like, that's something we figured out back when Half-Life 2 was new. So isn't that just like a piece of code you can insert into your game? I, I guess probably not, but I uh, expected that maybe the gravity was the real issue. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I have no idea, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I think Burr is the most qualified here to answer that. Our, our shooter was on Earth, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess there's... That's Burr out. Well, now you played your expert card there. Now that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm done now. I'm going to more people. Also, too early. not for nothing, but for real, when you shoot people, they fall in weird ways sometimes. Mm. Sure. Would expect so. Especially if they're in a movie where a, a gun blast will actually move a body back several feet. No, I mean, I mean for real. When you shoot people, they fall in weird ways. Sometimes it's just I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, stuff just stop working suddenly, doesn't it? So yeah, they're not exactly going to worry about where their elbows go. <laughs> Gotta look cool while I fall. Mm-hmm. Should we should we move on and talk about um, missions and mission types because. Mm. So far, of course, what we've seen is one type of mission on one type of settlement that is in one specific state. We already know there's going to be, I can't remember, is it 10, 11, 12 different states that uh, that stations can be in, just like uh, systems have different states, like boom or right, famine or whatever. Um, and obviously, there are different types of missions as well, and, and the settlements also come to different variants. Um, so... What I think would be interesting was to see what type of mission um, you guys would like to see, other than like the the like also like just also different types of like run in and shoot people in the face kind of missions. But if we if we focus on the on on uh, on both combat and everything else, what what kind of missions would uh, would you guys like to see? I was I was really interested in in some of the sort of uh, the more. Um... The more the more stealthy approaches, I suppose. Um, I'm quite interested to see. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't particularly play in single player when I do play, but uh, I'm I am quite curious to see what you can do by going in, doing a thing, not not shutting the entire base down. You know, stealing I don't know, stealing something off of someone's desk and then getting out again uh, without anybody ever knowing you were there. Um, I say that though, I 
fully aware that I will be absolutely rubbish at that sort of thing. <laughs> but uh, that's yeah, I am quite curious to see that and see how they mould that into uh, a completely dynamic environment because I, I would guess that that stuff's quite hard. And what about stealth in um, in open play against other players? I mean, mm. I can have as much stealth on my uh, stealth stats on my equipment, and I have respect for stealth. But if I'm crouching and somebody can, like, are, are, they, are they going to make us transparent? Or are they going to make us dip more difficult to see on like, right. a, like like the radar? How's how's stealth in in the PvP aspect of Odyssey going to work? Yeah, and if you see, I suppose if you see someone visually as well, is that gonna is that gonna update the radar because you've got that? You've got that intel, if if you know what I mean. All the yeah, time exactly. you can see them. Are they on your radar? And also, I'm curious to know if in your wing, that information is then passed to the rest of your wing. So if I'm around the corner and I see someone, not that me and Plato would ever play together, but if Plato was in the wing with me, would he then see on his radar what I can see around the corner, if that makes sense? Yeah. Well, I, I have an opinion on this, of what I think it might be. And this is speculation, is cool. that I imagine it would be very much the the heat heat way that we have in space with the, okay. the stealth mechanic you know where you pop a heat sink and you disappear okay. and okay. you're visible you you've still lose, got you lose the heart solution. people basically yeah because it seems to be like yeah i mean you could argue there's lots of different ways of registering whether someone is in a location um, and different ways of sensing it ensure space limited pretty much to your um infrared spectrum if it's not visual um that or electromagnetic and all that kind of stuff but it's like i don't I imagine you can just see them, and if you can see them, you can shoot them. The same with in real life. If someone's creeping up on you, you turn around and you see them, despite how quiet they are, or despite what the weather's like. You know, you, you, it's like you turn around and go, "Oh, look, there they are. I can see yeah. you." So you can pop one of them. You know, it shouldn't be too much of a too much of an issue. I don't think. That's why I think it'll be like just a a, a temperature wise You're thing. Probably right, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would so guess. It's not sound right. I would guess as far as yeah. being in a wing, it'll probably work similar to the dozen the ships. If I'm in a full wing and I scan a pirate instance, my wingmates don't see that pirate instance until they get close enough to it. If they're following my nav beacon in or my, uh, my, my wingman lock or whatever, you know, they don't see it if they're way away from it. So I would imagine it's going to be similar on the ground. They've right, said right. they tried to transpose most of the things in space down to on the foot. So yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff I think is going to play that way. So to your original question, Down to Earth, you said, what mission types do we want to see? I want to see yes. two very distinct, very, very separate opposite ends of the spectrum type missions. The first is, let's be honest, the vast majority of hours played in this game are people that are playing either in solo mode or playing in open or whatever, but they are playing by themselves. So I very mm -hmm. much want to see uh, some mission aspect gameplay of doing the part where you sneak in, you stealth people, you use scanners, you go into the command building as they stated that you can do, and you turn off the alarm so that even after you take the power thing off or take the whatever off, you don't have the alarm. Right. So it's stealth in, stealth out, because I think that the vast majority of mission play that will actually happen by players in Elite Dangerous Odyssey will be some form of I can only engage in two or three guys in combat because I'm going to be my, by myself and I need to have a feasible infill, execute the mission, exfill plan that doesn't involve me dealing with 18 different guys because we're not frontier. We can't run through a 12-man kill funnel and edit it eight <laughs> times so that we come out okay. We're going to have to actually have a, a, an exfill plan that works. 
So that and I very much want to see. Be, get get out of this the area. Exfil means exfiltration. The... Okay, got it. Yeah. So prevent uh, detection to begin with. Yeah, that sounds like more fun to me too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so I I think that's going to be necessary for people for a lot because again, you know, let's be honest. How much how much percentage do we think elite dangerous players play? in three-man groups doing stuff versus how many really raw hours are people going in to do when you're doing missions how often are you doing it in a wing as opposed to how often are you and keep in mind we're all streamers with our own sort of groups that right. we, it's easier for us to fill in than it is for some dude who's coming home and Very has true. an hour and a half yeah. to play because his wife told him dinner's ready at whatever and i need you for blah 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 that guy's gonna load in get a mission and most of those guys play by themselves for the most part so we're going to need to see that the other thing that i really want to see mission wise is i want to see the other end of the spectrum where you come in heavy with a group and it's not the we're landing at a base where we're already friendly so technically we're allowed to walk all the way up to the door and until we cross that little police tape line of do not enter there's nobody in any way that's fighting us i want to see they're selling this as our fps is different because we have ships engaging in combat with SRVs, engaging in combat with people in this huge orgiastic melee of of different inter-unit types and there's ground defenses and there all of these things that they have told us so much about that sound exciting, we have seen zero seconds of it in action. So I want to see what does it look like when you assault a base where your ship is shooting at people and you're doing a hot drop and there are SRVs shooting back and there are air defenses and you have to to, I, I, like I want to see that side too. So you, you want to see somewhere where they like drop off an SRV five kilometers outside the base, and it 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 drives in, and it uh, or somebody sneaks in the base. They take down the uh, the defenses or something, disable it somehow, and then once they disable, they call in the dropship that comes in and it drops off like three of their friends that just goes in all guns blazing and kicks in the front door. I mean, let's be let's be clear. Frontier said very cl clearly. That is our vision, sphere of combat. That is what separates us from other FPS. That with sure. Call of Duty or this, that, and the other, they might have more advanced this or more advanced that because they're a game that's dedicated to just that, and that's completely fair. But Frontier said, what we bring to the table, how we differentiate, differentiate ourselves from other FPS is the highly interconnected different unit type combats that will all be playing out in what they de deemed quote the sphere of combat i would like to see that yeah makes sense yeah i, I wrote down a number of different uh different type of missions that just popped into my head when i was writing the show notes like stuff like sneak into the base and not necessarily like blow everything up but just get sneak in steal a thing and then sneak out again with with thing and then go back to base, hand in thing, get money, kind of thing. Um, and of course, also assassination missions. So go in, kill one target, get out. If you do it without getting spotted, perfect. Maybe even have like um, tiers of like completion goals. So like, yeah, you can go in, you can go in gun placing. Um, but if you do it without getting spotted, then you get a bonus or something like that. Um, but also non-combat missions, I think, could be really fun. See stuff like go into an, an disabled base and it's like hey we have this power core can you go to that base and install the power core um and then i don't know that could be some kind of mini game around that like how do you get the power core online and like, get it installed probably without the whole thing blowing up in your face 
um, stuff like that. I think that is on their list, right? That that would be the restore power type mission, yeah, and the, yeah, the hazards yeah. are are whatever opposing force scavers or something. Not just that. Yeah. They said in the in the thing where they were talking about it briefly, they said it might be that when you restore power because systems have failed or whatever, like three or four fires pop up around the base and you have to deal with right. that somehow. So like that's cool. Yeah. 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 This I'm might be a, a we'll subtle see... dis- Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, this might be a subtle distinction, but a, a combat type mission where someone else has assaulted the base and we're actually like coming in as reinforcements could be fun. You'd be in the thick of it already and it would really it would be like, you know, drop in and try to assist the base in repelling pirates or something. That's probably very similar to some some to the assault yeah, missions yeah, or, to, or you know, or you arrive before the, the assault, like, hey, we know these guys are about to assault this base. We got some mm. intel somewhere. Like go in, get ready, get yourself in a good position, and then just NPCs come driving up and just do a job to to, to keep them out of the base. <laughs> a I survival what, game. I forget Basically, it's game. going to be tower defense. <laughs> I, I yeah. forget very much want to see but... that, and, and I want to see that for a couple of reasons. One, I think it'll be a lot of fun. But two, and and this goes into that blue shield on all the NPCs. Are the bad guys going to look different? If we see raiders, are they going to look different than guards and stuff like that? I'm curious <laughs> as to that. They should be BGS reliant. So yeah, well, the uniforms should be different, yeah, but can you see the uniforms through the blue shields? It's I couldn't on that video, that's for sure. Very sure, actually, yeah. But not combat-related, I'm wondering if we're not going to get, like, the equivalent of passenger missions. If I go to a planetary port and go to the passenger lounge, is, is somebody going to want me to take them in an SRV to a point of interest on the planet somewhere as a way to you, get us to look, explore Are you looking to walk around the lounge to sort of touting for business? Is that like, okay, where you want <laughs> Anybody want to go to Sirius? <laughs> well, not so much flying to somewhere else, but I'm wondering if it would be a way for Frontier to get us to explore these new planets, the new planet tech, yeah. if there's points of interest on the ground somewhere. For sure. He's not, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not talking about a ride to Sirius. He's standing outside the base going, Hack cab, get your hack cab here. Free ride. Where do you want to go? I'll <laughs> be uh, a, a space bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking for passage to Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the point that you made, Trax, uh, is an interesting one. I forget what it might have been Dark Age of Camelot of WoW or something. There was a game. I forget which one it was, but there, there was a game mode where basically what it would allow is you go in and like raid a dungeon. And as you're raiding the dungeon, as you're fighting it or whatever, um, it would keep the door locked for like the first like five minutes out of like an hour long five, first five to ten minutes out of an hour long dungeon. After that, at some point, it would open up the door behind you and a different group of the opponent faction could come in. And then it was this weird <laughs> race where you had to either A, charge forward and try to kill the mob so that you could complete the base and em- exit before you were caught up to, or B, um, sort of turn around and face the PvP threat of the alternate team. And like, they were allowed to bring in less people. There was weird mechanics that balanced it out. And I, I, so I, I find what you're talking about really intriguing of how cool would it be if there was, you know, a four man mission, a wing mission to go assault the base. But then after you uh, started it, it would give out like a one man mission to defend the base with the idea that you might just be one man, but it's, you're augmenting the PVE, uh, the NPC army, so that it's it makes for weird, neat mixing of PvP and PVE play. That might be 
crazy overly ambitious and and a pipe dream but it could be cool and when you mentioned that i thought oh that's exciting yeah in a sense it's not that much different from a conflict zone that we have now where there's you know you can pvp in them but by default you're augmenting an npc reaction scenario um so if we just add players to a scenario that would essentially play out on its own then we're kind of doing that i mean without some of the detail i guess I think FDEV have said that's going to be a possibility through frontline solutions. They said that that would be something that you could then go take part in. Okay. Said that, that, that that's, right. that's what I would love. I would love the in-game uh, taxi service, right? No, that's uh, the, the that's CQC on ground. <laughs> the, CQC. Oh, yeah, CQC the, the, the 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 taxi service is. Uh, oh, what was that called? Still or something. Yeah, Apex, right. Apex Interstellar. I, I think I, they haven't explicitly stated it, but the the devs did explicitly state that there is CQC on foot art early on, and they did yep. state that just recently, frontline inter, frontline solutions will be a way that you can engage in massive battles. I suspect, even though it has not been explicitly stated, that that is exactly what frontline is. Frontline is CQC on foot, and the idea is they're going to try to funnel sort of larger numbers of people into P PvP engagements. Oh, actually, again, they haven't they haven't confirmed either way. I was really curious Correct. to hear about Frontline because my my assumption, actually, it's interesting to hear you say that. I've not considered that. My assumption with Frontline was that it was going to be a way for um, on-foot-only players or anybody who wants to use it, but on-foot-only players to get into the um, the ground version of a combat zone. Here is the here is, here is the reason why I don't suspect that. If you go back and rewatch Dev Diary Two, when they were mm. actually talking about frontline solutions, the one intriguing thing that kind of leads me to believe that that is not correct that was said was I think it was Gareth said that or it might have it, it might have been Pierce, but they some one of the devs said it's a way to engage in pvp that is not tied to the bgs that it's separate from okay. the bgs so that's why uh, okay. i immediately that. thought okay. that's gotta be cqc because right. they, they okay. emphasize that's, right. that's that what i was... heard as well yeah makes sense one yeah. other type of mission that i wished i have not heard anything from frontier about them doing this but i wish they would we've heard the PvP community forever in the current game begging for what they consider meaningful PvP, and it's, I feel that it's going to be the same on the ground. I wish they would make it so if there's a notorious player that's building up a huge bounty on his head, that they would generate missions to the rest of us to go hunt him down. Oh, oh God. God yeah. Crime and punishment nice? is the Vietnam of Elite Dangerous. It is yeah. just a quagmire yeah. that will yeah. never release any yeah. meaningful games. Um, some some uh, talk in the, the chat about trade missions um, has me thinking, I don't see how it would work. Because um, we, we move large amounts of things with spaceships. Uh, adding an on-foot component would just make it a little more tedious right or am i missing something what do you guys think it could just be i mean i'm gonna pull a reference here to, to star citizen because they have what's called box missions in there yep where you go to surface base surface base has a number of boxes you pick up the box you carry the box into your ship and then you fly to another station and you um and you hand in the box at us like a 
terminal box collecting vending machine kind of thing, right? Mm. Um, so this is like a courier mission with the added thing of of some of it you have to get out of the ship and and yep. you have actually to find the box. The just, yeah, yeah. find the box yourself. That is that is definitely one way to do it. Here's another way, tracks. Let's say you take a on foot settlement mission, an Odyssey trade mission, and in this form of it, what it does is they generate a POI that is a mile, two miles, five miles, whatever out, and you have to go and pick up this as sort of similar to what what uh uh astro was just saying a box mission you have to go you have to drive two miles miles away and pick up this two tons of if if they're not going to introduce new srvs and there is only two tons of cargo storage you have to pick up this two tons of very rare something that was generated from a mining machine or generated from a data location or whatever. You have to pick up these two tons of cargo in your SRV and bring it back. And the cargo itself is altitude sensitive. If you go over sort of 50 feet, it will destroy the cargo. So you have to do it in an SRV. <laughs> it's like uh, the movie Speed. There's like a little bit of... <clears throat> Yeah. Well, so it <laughs> can't go faster than 50 miles an hour. In fairness, both Astro and I are drawing references from Star Citizen. In Star Citizen, there are yeah. what you call uh, sensitive cargo missions. So that you, you can pick up some things where like Quantanium, if you mine Quantanium, you only have 14 minutes to bring it back before it explodes. Or with the, a brilliant the, name. With the Xeno mission that, that they just did, there were some things that you had to bring it back within a time limit. There were other boxes where if you went into Quantum, which is basically the Star Citizen version of Super Cruise, it would like destroy, it would it would, it would explode. There were other ones where you yeah. couldn't take damage or it would explode. So you had to like land really gently and not engage in combat. So like you could put in some form of mission sensitive cargo that requires you to just on the ground. Be very careful of landing or something like that. I love all that for a higher, for, you know, elite ranked trade missions, something besides pirates coming to get you, even for spaceships, too. I mean, any of that would be great. I, love I mean, that. let's let's be honest. How few people in the game actually put in meaningful time and behind the wheel of an SRV, like meaningful time. If they put in missions suddenly where you had people like all of us, the 80 percent of us were out there running missions where every once in a while we had to spend 20 minutes doing a five mile drive in an SRV. I think you would see a lot of neat sort of proficiency and things develop on the SRV gameplay line. Yeah, so I've not, not gotten into the SRV. <laughs> yeah, I'd never get in my SRV. Not for nothing, on-ground cargo missions would be great inspiration for FDev to create new SRVs, one would think, but we've heard nothing about that. So, Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah there was that one picture. I was that one picture where it looked like it looked like a normal SRV, but they basically took in the took the whole like rear compartment, the big box at the back, <clears> took that off and replaced it with an oversized turret. We looked should like say. We should say I feel like that, that looked that like concept art. art. That was very definitely right. concept art for the splash yeah, yeah, page. Yeah, it was concept on, art, sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that that was not the current SRV that they were trying to draw. Otherwise I just missed the yeah, thing. Yeah, I I just look at the the it's like this last week, Star Citizen released like a two minute long little promo video for their new 
ground vehicle that's like a ground it's like a tumbler but with like missiles and guns and stuff on it and there was a whole chase scene where like two guys on speeder bikes are chasing this thing there's the guy in the back turret firing the machine gun off and then it does a jump off of a cliff and lands on the ramp of a mercury star runner and i just saw that and i was like i would like other srvs in elite please (laughs) Yeah, anything I haven't, I haven't driven my SRV right. since I figured out that you could uh, scan, you could do scan missions from the ship. It was like, oh, well, shoot, I've hardly dro- driven the thing. Now I just like crystal my, forest yeah. and nothing else. Yeah, right, that's the here. only yep. time I get in it is when I need mats. Yep. Yep. That, that's hope, runs. Yep. <laughs> We've actually got we've actually got people in our Discord who who farm crystal forests without getting out of their ship. Yep, you can do it with small what? ships. To scoop. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Do it with a sidewinder. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, sidewinder is actually well, good at it. But I would also like to see stuff like um, like yeah, non combat uh, combat missions like a salvage mission. Like, oh, we had a ship; it crashed on this planet. Can you go and? Uh, find this wreck and uh, like pull a box from that will obviously not be inside the ship since no interiors but it will be in the vicinity around the ship and you have to maybe go and do some scans or something to actually locate the uh, the exact crash site of the ship um and then pick up the box and bring it back something like that i think could be fun or you could go around we saw the little uh what was the name of it the, the cutting tool like go around the, the ship rig and begin to cut panels open to find access panels so you can actually go and get the um and get access to whatever cargo it is that you're looking for. The arc yeah, they described are, a mission they, like that scavenging mission in one of the dev diaries or one of the interviews with the developer. I can't remember where it was, but they did describe getting going to a mission giver in a station and you would get scavenger type missions where you have to go down and get a certain power supply out of this broken down ship or something that was definitely yeah. too yeah. when they talked about it and they said that you, know, you could even use apex to get there you yeah. know the um you know the disabled bases that they've talked about where you have to go and plug in the the power regulator to bring the thing back online again I've been wondering if there's if there's a mission associated with those bases where you're not bringing it back online, but you are going back into to one of those bases that's that's abandoned and no longer working to retrieve something else and yeah. come out. And while you're in there, that could be really creepy. Actually, that could be really unsettling. We saw a very brief cargoid first person gameplay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Suddenly you're in there. And before you know it, you've got a full-on alien situation on your hand. Oh, God, don't. Oh, my God. I want want on for Thargoid combat. I definitely think that's going to happen. I will soil my spacesuit as well. (laughs) This is why we actually got a small a, a small hint of it in uh, in the gameplay video right when they pulled the uh, the power core whatever it was they were pulling out when the whole room went dark and they turned on their flashlights it was yeah. only like mm-hmm. one two seconds in the video but it actually looked um i mean if you're running around a a larger building that's not just a single room then i can see that being creepy i can see you getting lost uh hopefully i would love to get lost <laughs> <laughs> day one of alpha day one of alpha yeah. i'm scanning around the galaxy for a Wayland yutani base no reason just, just i'm just thinking day one of alpha has anybody seen astro <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but if, if, if we know oxygen is going to be a limited resource in uh in your soups and if you have bases that's so big and you get lost and you're like i need to get out oh, of this god don't yeah 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 you have you have the not just that you don't if you had given enough time you would find your way out eventually 
But we have that little oxygen timer, oxygen uh, media, it just ticks down. Yeah. And just that stress factor <laughs> of, I need to get out because I'm going to suffocate in here. Just to clarify, yeah, the oxygen know. timer doesn't tick down. The oxygen timer stays at full so long as you have battery. It's They made it clear that once you eliminate, because your battery runs these scrubbers, which keeps your air going. After you okay. run out of battery power, power, that's when you have your limited time of oxygen. Just the same way as if you're in an SRV, you've got oxygen all day unless you run out of gas. And the second your gas runs out, now your okay. oxygen's on a timer. Yeah. Okay. Some of but the buildings, I would contend, have oxygen oh. in them too. Oh yeah, they definitely took their helmets down. They're definitely going to have. I, I, well, no, number one, yes. If you're inside a place that has the, as as the that video showed, Burr's video breakdown of the footage that they showed yep. did yep. a very good job of calling out. There was the oxy, there was the uh, uh, life support panel that was there, and there was an option to vent uh, the Atmo inside the building, vent O2 in the building. So there's gonna you're gonna have that, and I also highly suspect that in the buildings what? at various places in a base you're going to have sort of plug-in things where you can recharge your battery depending on the t base type and what what the situation is so you're just running around you're maintaining the uh, the, the the base's reactor and then all of a sudden somebody goes up and like that <laughs> imagine if you have these two cross purposes missions so you have Burr has a mission to sneak into base X and pull out uh -oh. the data files out of the out of the command building. And he he walks right in because the power is down and he's like, oh, dee -do, dee -do, just going to come over here and hack this terminal and steal my stuff and get out easy peasy. Unbeknownst to him at the same time, Plater and down to earth have a mission to restore the base power and then right as burr is like elbow deep into the machinery laying there underneath the panel or whatever trying to access it the the, the lights in the security system comes on and now burr screwed why does plater get down to earth why am i on my own and plater's got down to earth <laughs> i'm sensible and you're not because me and me and plater have a little uh we have a thing we need to uh to settle when uh, when the alpha comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so a while back, um, last year actually, me and uh, me and Plato made a bet. We made a bet about when the uh, the beta. We didn't know it was an alpha back then, but when would we get like first test access to uh, to Odyssey, and when would the final release be? Now we don't know the final release, but I can already tell that I was way off, and uh, Plato was less way off than I was. You were pretty close. I'll give you that. You were pretty close. And the bet was that the the winner would get the honor of being the first person to shoot the other person in the face or kill them in whatever manner they like oh. uh, when we get access. So, Is there a queue for that somewhere that I can... You know? <laughs> <laughs> when Odyssey comes out, I have to, uh, I have to fight Plater and uh, then uh, we'll see... What interesting ways Plato could come up with to kill me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a million ways to die in elite. I'm picturing Downer standing there with his like looking dejected. Right behind him, Plater with the gun to the back of his head. <laughs> right behind Plater, uh, Burr with the gun to the back of Plater's head. Right behind Burr, tracks with the <laughs> just like just all the way back, <laughs> just turtles all the way down. Yep. And an anaconda getting ready to land on all of them from above. Target type, type ten on my head or something like that. Mm. Yeah. So what's next? Um, 
if actually this this yes. might fit in here. I don't I don't think this is in the notes, but are are you are you guys interpreting the um what we've been told as the number of people can that can be carried in a ship equals the number of seats in the ship currently? Oh, um, sadly. I was yeah. trying to yes. I was trying to wiggle that out of him and he, he answered the yes like I chose the the uh, uh crusader because it had 3 seats. <clears throat> sort of and I but, felt like yeah. that was so yeah. on on the one hand, yes, it it seems to indicate that. On the other hand, they gave the patented frontier non-response response, which is <laughs> to kind of <laughs> say yes in your general direction, but later on maintain all plausible deniability to be like, no, I never explicitly said that. I was saying yes, I was in a crusader. So like, I, yeah, it it I don't it mind if they change. Me, I want them oh, to yeah. change that. <laughs> it doesn't make me hopeful, but I'm not taking that as a confirmed like it's because here's the thing there's yeah. not a single ship in the game of elite dangerous that has four crew seats as of now like has three crew seats as of now well, right so that would mean that there is no possible way to fully multi-wing right. physical multi-wing like i i think they have, to, not considered that, that. Yeah. they have to allow that's for what's that. giving me hope are we are we are we still do we do you think kai do you think we're going to be in a position where the dropship is actually a dropship do you no, think that's a the possibility the dropship the dropship <laughs> yeah. i'm calling now and again this is as i'm sure plater will point out well speculation this is complete, do that either. complete speculation i think that the dropship is going to be a loading screen mechanism whereby if you sign up for frontline solutions or okay. a CQC on foot or whatever, oh. there's going to be a mechanism where you and up to 10, 20, whatever, however many they can get to instance work, depending on how, if instancing is better, it, it, you're going to be in a, in the back of like a, you know, a C-130 uh, uh, and it's going to be like, okay, guys, you ready? 20 seconds, 10 seconds, drop, drop, drop. And the little ramp's going to open and you run down. It's, it's a loading screen in disguise, I think. That's actually worse thing because then we'll be seeing dropships do the dropship thing, but we can't actually do the dropship thing ourselves. Yep, a hundred percent. Dropships oh, yeah. will still be dog. It's like, it's like, are you hungry? Do you want to see my sandwich? Yeah. Should we should we try to look? Um, now we've been talking about uh, some of the things we've seen from uh, from the uh, from the video and some of the things we already know. I think it would be fun to go and look. Try to look forward a little bit. So this is obviously going to be a little bit more speculations and hopes and dreams but um one thing that personally i'm missing from this is still mining i i would still love hand mining like go out and find a, a rock and crack it open and, and get the valuable stuff inside mm. but do you guys think we're gonna get uh, additional content updates later just as we did with uh, with horizon and the beyond series or do you think it's gonna be this is what you get done deal um next update i mean obviously there will be like bug fix patches and that kind of stuff but do you think we'll see massive content release patches down the line have they said anything about that i can't even remember i Almost think they've, they've specifically said that i I can't believe that isn't what they're going to do I, well i don't want to believe that 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 isn't what they're going to do <laughs> shall we say they talked about almost future-proofing her new machine and and obviously there's no such thing as future-proofing but she talked about her new planetary tech being able to handle water worlds and earth-like worlds in the future and stuff like that so it sounds like there's a plan for things coming so they map, per se they the have and what what do you think is going to be in in a content update they they have explicitly stated on multiple occasions x mechanism or x item or x thing 
will not be in Odyssey, comma, at initial launch. So yeah, that yeah. right there yeah. very clearly indicates to me that they have plans for some future drops at some point undefined whatever now yeah getting to the root of your initial thought i 100 percent agree with you astro as again we're both star citizen players i love the aspects of mining on foot and mining in an srv which they call an our roc a rock in in star citizen and i think that that is a huge miss that they didn't include it on in odyssey even at launch that's a very cool gameplay loop where you can spend tons and tons of time and and i i just really wish it would have been there will it be added later man i hope so if you look at the big three that are always compared to each other star citizen elite dangerous and no man's sky two of those three have mining on foot and on planet side and whatever and and then the other one is elite dangerous i hope that they add it Mm. but i'm not holding my breath I really hope for it as well. I think that's the the one one gameplay loop that uh, that we so far know is not going to be there that I'm really looking forward to. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that as well. Actually, yeah, I, I think honestly, ship interiors is going to be one of the future things that everybody's been begging for, and that eventually we're going to get. And I hope, I hope that once we do get that, we'll be able to get bounty missions to go get, and you know, instead of an assassination mission, you go get this guy alive and take him somewhere. Throw them in Wouldn't the that be great? cargo hold, yeah. throw them in the cell, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. carry them somewhere. Mm. I'm not actually any person that has no interest in interiors. Apparently, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not I'm not interested apparently. in interiors for the sake of interiors. But as long as there's like, if there's as long as there's something compelling going on in there, and I'm not terribly interested in seeing the entire ship either. If you've yeah. got like just selected rooms, and I can go to the engine room and repair the thing, or I don't know, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm kind of interested in that aspect. Yeah. Of it. If you gave so, me the entire anaconda, I'd be bored. You have, like, the the like, things like, to do is what we're interested in. I always think the, the interior is because, I mean, uh, there's a lot of talk around the um, the exiting the ship and stuff. Uh, I know that's on our list of stuff to talk about. Um, but I, I just feel like, I'm like, no, I've spent over four years stuck in the ship. I've been stuck in the ship for four years. I just want to get out. Let me ask and, you, Plater. Oh, go ahead. And I say, everyone, everyone talks about the, I want to walk around my ship. Everyone just says walk around. And it's like, you, everyone's like walk around, not I want ship, internal ship gameplay. Everyone just says walk around. And I get really worried about this. And I, oh, yeah. Let me, let me I, ask you, Plater, do you play Star Citizen at all? Um, I have it. I've bought into it. I have played it. Um, I think it's totally unplayable at the moment still and not enjoyable for me, do in my you, opinion. Do you not, though? Do you not, like, because for me, when I'm running around inside of a caterpillar or inside of a, with the aspects of like backing your SRV manually onto a cutty black and how tight it is and then moving around and accessing the, the panel on the back of the ROC to take out cargo and, and all of sort of that aspect of it. Yes, I 100% agree with you. I want meaningful gameplay inside of the ship. I want to see a science station where you could do your exobiology research. I want to see something to do with, you know, mining stuff or trade stuff where you can maximize things. I want to see engineering. I want to see gameplay loops in there. But even just the limited amount that they have in Star Citizen now of dealing with the logistics of backing a vehicle onto your ship and how you move stuff around and how you access stuff, I find that to be very entertaining. 
I, I have to agree that the, the aspect of like when you're gonna go rock mining or, or like mining from a, an SRV and a car in in Star Citizen, you can look and say, oh, this ship is on paper is super good at it. It has a ramp and it's fast and it can it's maneuverable. But then you get it out and you realize that the the ramp at the cargo bay is so narrow that while the rock does fit, it's just such a tight squeeze every time you get it in that it's it's just not an enjoyable experience. So you always end up having that. What is the actual physical like layout of the ship? How long of a trip do you have from cockpit chair to the hangar where the uh, your, your your car is stored? So you don't have to go through fifteen doors um, in order to get there because that's annoying too. So there's so many things where there's not necessarily gameplay, but it adds a lot to um, to the game still. So immersion. I can kind of see it, it adds a lot of immersion to it. And it actually works. I'm, I'm, if I hadn't tried it, I would say, nah, it's not going to work. But actually spending some time doing it in Star Citizen, it, it actually kind of works. Testify. Now, to actually say what I was going to say about it, um, it was that the thing is, is that the running around the ship gets really freaking old in Star Citizen. The getting lost in the Reclaimer or running around in, you know, a Connie, you're running around it and it's like, yeah, cool. Let's run around to look at it and go, yeah, this is cool. But then you're just going to be flying your ship most of the time or getting off of it. And it, and it doesn't add anything at present. And Star Citizen is the game that is saying, you know, we'll have this fully in-depth universe that you can play in and everything will be, is everything's built from the ground up and it's to be interacted with and you can do all of these things and, but there isn't anything there at the moment. And mm. for Elite to, to then go, yeah, we're going to do that now too. The ships have always been the star of Elite Dangerous currently. Mm. When Odyssey comes in, it's, they've said, you know, you are going to be the ship. Your suits are going to be like your ship. You're going to own your suit and it's going to be, yeah, this is my suit. Um, do I want to have to have an animation every time I change suits? No. Do I necessarily need to walk from one end of my ship to the other to get out of it? And that's just added time that, there's a lot of stuff that just adds uh, no gameplay that would get- be in there. So I've got to get out of my chair. I need to now go back to the back of my Corvette, get out the back, go down the stairs, and that's going to get really freaking old. Very, very well, I suppose there's a balance to be found, isn't there? Because yeah. you, you, want, you want immersion and you want gameplay, but also you don't want to sit there and go, okay, now I'm at work. So it's kind I'm of... far more interested in gameplay than... But there is a line, you know? With, with that argument, you could also say, why do we have to fly between stations in Elite? Why can't we just go, I want to dock at that station and it goes like... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. See, that's that's the right side of the line, if you know what I mean. There is like, there's like this, I think for me anyway, there's like a comfortable grey area in between where I... I wanted, I, you know, I'd be, I'd be horrified if I, if I didn't do long super cruise journeys every now and then. I love that stuff. I really do. Um, and, and the same with a ship interior. I, w- I want a ship interior, but I don't, I don't want to see every single, not right out of the bat anyway. I don't want to see every single nut mm. bolt, you know, unlock mm. a certain, you know, the room's there, but the door's locked because they haven't done that bit of gameplay yet. I'm fine with that, you know. And then when they finish, I don't know, the cleaning the bathroom mod, then. They can open that. They open that door out, and then I get to yes, clean toilets. You know, whatever the um, whatever the gameplay loop is that's associated with that room, I'd be fine with that. There's an awful lot of wasted resources if you go and you you kit out this interior. Unless there is gameplay to support every aspect of it, why does it exist? Yeah, but sure. Let's, see. Yes, let's address that though. Let's 
but I'm the person that gets a meal and if it's got decorative flowers on, I'm picking that shit off because <laughs> why is it there? You wasted time. <laughs> Same way, I get a dessert and they've put a bunch of sponge sugar on top. Get that out of there. You could have just made me a better dessert in the first place. You know, it's that. And that's but to the I meat am. of your to the meat of your point. What I, I'm not advocating for frontier putting massive interiors inside of ships for absolutely no purpose. I am advocating for two things. Number one, for them putting limited interiors in ships, i.e., uh, running around in a ship. You you mentioned in Star Citizen that running around in some ships is just annoying to you. I think that the smaller ships, it's much less so annoying than the larger ships. If you're running around inside of a Connie or you're running in, around inside of a, a, a Carrick where you've got mat, like three rooms and then an elevator and then another room, it can get to be a little tedious on your 10th trip in the whatever. But if you do a limited form of interiors, a couple of set pieces where you could put in quote unquote player housing, a vanity thing where you have your little room and you can put your trophies and crap, people would eat that up. If you were to put in a couple of set piece rooms and those set piece room being, you know, engineering, uh, science, uh, 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 the cargo room and your, your, your sort of your, your housing, your, 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 your bunk room. And you have, okay, in the science room, we have stuff that you can do with your exobiology data. You could do stuff. You could do this. You could do that. You could, you know, grow little mutant plants or whatever. In the cargo room, there's some meaningful gameplay loop of stuff that you can do to rearrange your cargo for more efficiency or whatever. In the engine room, there's stuff that you could do, whether it's part of the engineering gameplay loop or repair or whatever. In the personal housing room, you have your little vanity crap set up and you can spend $10 to get of arcs to have a little dog that runs around inside the room, you know, in a little astro suit. Like there, there are things you can put in where it would not just be empty space. I mean, you've named a lot of stuff in there to me, which is meaningless because it's but what i what i think it boils down to i would be for me personally i used to be in that camp where i don't need ship interiors if there's nothing to do and i have since switched because i think what it does is it takes my crate instead of it be, being what it currently is basically my avatar and once i have interiors it's now my home i, I, I would think be, it would add that immersion I would be very, very interested to hear from the rest of the panel on this issue, because the things that I mentioned, I found very interesting. And it clearly Plater said that he found them not at all interesting. What do you guys think, Burr and Astro? I, I wanted to, there was one point I wanted to add before, before we do, though, is that some of the things you listed in there would create an imbalance in gameplay between Odyssey owners and non-Odyssey owners, which would yeah. be an issue. And you couldn't have that, because essentially the Odyssey gameplay will not change the in-space gameplay and the ship-ship combat gameplay. How? Uh, and that, that, we, that we know because we've, everything's on foot. So, ex for example, if you talk about a science station where you could do stuff with your exobiology data, non-Odyssey players don't have access to that anyway, so how would that imbalance things for them? The engineering bit would, that you, did, that you mentioned previously. It, it could absolutely as could but but let's be honest let's be honest there's a massive imbalance or there was up until october 27th between people that had horizons and people that didn't because one set had access to engineering and the other set didn't frontier was not at all reticent about saying whoops there's going to be an imbalance between these two groups based on who has bought more content why would you think they would start now and um, the reason why is because they have rolled it into one 
like but because they're, it's at this point where it's very separate gameplay loops it's very very separate they're, they're moving away from the everything that you do inflict affects everything it's very much the, they've said the on foot stuff can be played completely on its own and you could ignore the ship-based stuff or you can do the ship-based stuff and ignore the foot-based stuff but they allowed that. for that imbalance for five years yeah they did and that was not a good idea so what why would they fix the problem and then go back and double down on it so i'm gonna, also, I, I'm gonna you know, get it. more importantly none of that's coming so it's a new it's a moot point <laughs> well, it's, it's not a it's not a moot point yeah. because you, you said what would be the point of having interiors and i said you could if you had meaningful stuff in there and then you said that the stuff that i mentioned wasn't meaningful so i'm still curious what burr and astro and tracks and tweak think about or any would any of those things that i mentioned be meaningful to you or do you find them to be a waste personally i think um, you, I uh, I'll, I'll be i'll be so quick uh, i honestly like because i don't think any of it is going to happen I, I i'm kind of in that camp but when i start entertaining the thought i i the thing that i think is ship interiors i would not care unless there was gameplay but it's an arcs farm and i am shocked that they're not like tilling that field and that's all yeah. like like little mm -hmm. pets and stuff running around like huge mistake so much money. money there do, do yeah. you want to have red curtains mm -hmm. exactly what's the box <laughs> I I think um, I mean the, the ships in Elite are massive. They're very very big. A full ship interior with every single corridor, every single room. Ugh. No, it's a waste of time, and it's going to be too much space. But having a small select number of rooms that you can either access through a corridor, or access through an elevator, access like it could be like in, in Star Trek where you just have a turbo lift that just takes you to whatever part of the ship you need to go. That would be be fine, and I could see them add some some meaningful uh, gameplay around it. Um, I think it would add a lot to. I, I tell you what the um, so the the cat well the cat I don't think I don't think that stuff is coming in um, in Odyssey vanilla. Let's call it right right from the right from oh, the yeah, back. I suppose I'm sitting here looking at my fleet carrier at the moment, and right. that to me strikes me as an ideal opportunity to have I don't know a ready room or something like that, and I would be astonished. If uh, if Frontier didn't use that as an opportunity to arc farm, um, and it horrifies me as well because I'd be well up for that. <laughs> it's gonna be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. And you would think that it's gonna happen eventually. They've said not at launch, but it's gotta be the number one requested feature from the Ship community interiors? right now. Yeah. Ship interiors or FC? Because like I, I I agree with Burr that FC interiors I think would be amazing, but I also think ship interiors are if you were to ask people what do you want the absolute most i would think you're going to get some version of one of three answers crossplay ship interiors or more of the spectrum of atmospheric landings like those are the i i i, I could be wrong but i yep. suspect no i think you're most right people are yeah, we hear ship those. interiors all the time all the yep. time all the time yep. so I if wanna... the players all want it and you can make tons of money doing it yeah Mm. Should we? I want to try to uh, to move on to a very hopefully short topic. Uh, Burr, you did a you did a video on it um, that I think was 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 brilliant. There was a small, I don't know if it was a, um, if it was a slip of the, of the tongue or what it was regarding zero G content. Um, uh, I, don't yes. you, I don't know if you recall the exact 
uh, the exact sentence how you framed it. I can't remember it now. <laughs> and let me let me let me tell you exactly what I think about that as well. So so Arthur's so that I can't remember what they were discussing, but Arthur said on a live stream uh, late last week in actual fact, I think mm. it was, Arthur he being said, one of the community managers for yeah yeah, yeah sorry yeah. Um, said um, don't take that to mean that he said something along the lines of don't take that to mean that zero that something to do with zero g or something yes. like that isn't in odyssey so and to which everybody and, and myself included immediately went whoa hang on does that mean i'm going to be outside my ship repairing panels or floating down i don't think it is that to be brutally honest what what i think is probably coming is you know um uh, so outposts and things like that. So not the not the Coriolis starports and the big ones that use gravity uh, that use centrifugal force for for gravity. It's the little outposts have got no kind of uh, artificial gravity system whatsoever. So I think I think you at some point you'll find yourself in there, and I think you'll probably have magnets on your boots. Is yes. what I think. So the the way, where that quote came from was there was the in one of their many many attempts to get that gameplay footage from that little mission that they yes, did right. what happened right. was what happened was they didn't say which one but apparently either bruce or zach and or both died and art went into the dev kit and and just did the handy dandy summon the other guys to you know with like within 500 feet of my location forgetting that they weren't in a ship so he was thinking they were going to pop up in a ship 500 meters away and what happened mm -hmm. is they popped up just in their suit floating in space which caused yep. such a problem <laughs> that they had to like like crash it or whatever they had to like do a hard reset and he, so he was like because that there was no way for them to handle that they that, there was no mechanism for that and then right after that he said that's not to say there's no zero g in odyssey which yeah. a lot of people like as you just said people jumped on it to be like zero g content in odyssey confirmed he did not say that he just said that's no. not to say there isn't that's like me saying i'm not going to say tracks that i'm not going to give you a million dollars i didn't just say i'm going to give tracks a million dollars i just didn't say i'm not saying that you know yeah it's so i think i think it probably affects some aspects of something of some stuff in the game but but whether you're going to be actually doing spacewalks and things like that no i don't think you are it is the standard frontier super vague cryptic statement of you can read anything you like into this and 50 different people will take it 50 different ways and run with it it yeah. was an intriguing statement nonetheless it was it, oh it, it for sure was i'm not trying to belittle you for jumping on it because it made well, me excited it sounds like too. your archives though do you also want to bring it down a notch no i'm oh, joking <laughs> you know i love you burr get over here sit on my lap <laughs> I was just, when, when i saw Yikes. it i was like i also had like that one just like where you just began, you know, that, that thought begins to run your head, like, okay, hold on, if, if we get zero G, how much other stuff could be in Odyssey yeah. that, that we haven't? I, I think that your your analysis of it is, is correct, that I don't think we're going to see zero G as part of Odyssey, while it could be fun. And to the point with the with the, the larger stations and their centrifugal force, the, uh, the social hubs we're seeing are right at the same level as the landing pads, and you need to get out of the range before you get any significant gravity. So they should be in what would be considered microgravity as well. I think we may very uh, right, well yeah. see. I think we may very well see zero G EVA stuff like that as part of Odyssey. If what you're talking about is a year, two years, three years down the line, sort of on the tail end of Odyssey after multiple iterations, sure. possibly. I'm not saying it's coming but possibly but for uh, on odyssey launch absolutely not i would not expect it at all no okay anyone else have any comments on uh, on zero g otherwise i'm gonna move on
in the interest of, of time. I take that as a no. Okay. Um, so in the gameplay video, Braden did say that they had more to share over, I think you said, the coming weeks. So based on that, um, I'm guessing we may... Yes, no, perhaps gonna have another either gameplay video or another more dev diary type video, or at least something is gonna uh, gonna come before Alpha. Uh, so we've talked about a lot of different things that we would like to see and we're hoping to see in the future. But what would you prefer like, if you could choose? What topics should that um, potential video be about from Frontier? Well, can I can I just jump in here straight away? Um, before um, Frontiers started showing dev diaries, I was really excited for dev diaries. Now that they've started showing dev diaries, I'm not so excited for dev diaries. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, I think I'd probably be more interested in dev diaries in a, in a post Odyssey launch world. You know, to mm. see the to see it and, and and then get some proper details on the on the on how it all works and how it all hangs together and why they made the decisions that they did. Um, going forward, I'll just I'll just tick off the obvious ones. I need I, I want to see more about on foot exploration. I want to see what the hell the Dyson plant gun thing is about. Um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and I want I want to see more. Please, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I would I, if that thing shoots out, grabs something, and comes back. I'm done. That's it. I'm out. Don't quote me on that. I might not do it, but. Um, and I want to see what uh, uh, scav what what this what their idea of scavenger gameplay is about. So, in terms of what else do I want to see? I really want to see exploration, and I really want to see scavenging, and I I really want to see if there's a an Odyssey equivalent of combat zones or what these big battles are that they're talking. So everything I basically want to see everything, but I'm not awfully so, excited about seeing any more dev diaries. Honestly, <laughs> I know that sounds really rude, and I'm not being rude. I just I've been really uninspired by them and just I just want to see what the game does now, really. So you just want anything that doesn't involve people pointing a gun at someone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, actually, the first-person shooter stuff is is probably the thing that appeals to me the most. I am I am kind of an FPS guy of old, but, um, but, I, I, but you know, Elite has never been for me entirely about shooting or entirely about exploration or, in, or entirely about the other things that are in elite that i can't think of right now it's it's just it's the whole kind of existing in that world so i just i just need to see more mining thank you i just need to see more of that but i oh i'm so sorry i don't want to see any more dev diaries because they make me want to eat my own face <laughs> <laughs> well don't do that <laughs> Have I just killed the conversation? I'm sorry about that. No, I, was just, I was like, okay, so so anybody else that wants to see anything from a from a potential new video? I was. Gonna I, I don't hate the dev diaries quite that much, but um, yeah, anything without shooting uh, should probably be the focus, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm with you. I mean, I've been pretty clear with my my points of the dev diary in the past that I think they are they're they're good. They're pretty. Um, but they're not dev diaries. Um, no, they're more like promotional hype trailers, kind of. Yeah, that's just how I see them, at least. Um, I feel yeah, like definitely. I feel like the the one that the 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 release of information that we've got the two releases of information that we've got recently that to me most accurately would be sort of referred to as dev diaries were 
the stream last Thursday after that little edited gameplay footage, that stream with Gareth was, to me, dev diary level yeah. of question and answers and actual information exchange. Yeah, uh, yeah those then, interviews are great. They're great. I and, love those. And the one a couple of weeks back with Dr. K on the Planet Tech and the lighting stuff, I, I think that that, if you were to call that a dev diary, I would say yeah. accepted. That was great. Good job. Yeah. The other stuff, what they those, were promo videos. those were promo videos. Um, yeah. Does I've got a I've got some stuff, but I wanted to wait and let other people go. Does who wants to plater tracks? Not a Astro. No, I've 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 set my. Uh... So, I was going to say I'm very much of the opinion that we we need to see other aspects because we have an awful lot of the focus on the first person shooter stuff, and that that there's lots of things that we really should be seeing and and, and very sequ sequential stuff. So going from this space to ground, like we've seen nothing, seen no yes. transitions. We haven't seen any, um, you know, what's it going to be like dropping into an atmosphere versus you yeah. what we have um, getting out of the ship. We, we know it's going to be a fade to black, but how jarring is it going to be? <laughs> yeah. What's the method by which you do it? Because there's going to be an awful lot of people find, finding stuff out for themselves coming up, you know, when the alpha launches a little bit more of a this is how you leave your ship kind of thing or this is how this looks and kind of a this is how you pick up some missions in the social hubs this is what the social hubs look like that there's a lot of stuff where we haven't seen any transitions and we haven't seen any anything linear it's it's always just like snippets of this snippets here and i would like to see something a bit more fleshed out yeah yeah i agree with that yeah okay so i i i would like to I'm see as what's that I said, un unleash the Kai. <laughs> All right. Uh, as Plater just stated, I would like to see atmospheric entry and also what are the flight mechanics going to be like in atmosphere? They were asked pointedly uh, in one of their Q&A sessions or whatever, like, hey, man, are the, what are the flight characteristics or mechanics going to be like in light atmospheres? And they give an answer of, we haven't decided yet. I, I, I would very much like to see that. I want to see scavenging. I want to see hacking. I want to see the inventory system. How exactly, what does it look like your inventory interface with your stuff uh, when you're in FPS mode or when you're in your ship slash SRV and are going into your equip mode? Um, Here's I want a, a serious question about that. Sorry, Kai, to sure. break your flow just a second, but a serious question about the inventory thing, although as funny as it sounds, if I kill Kai, can I loot him? So yes, but, but yes, no. you can. Yes, you can, but what you can loot is limited to what is in my backpack and not what is in my like my suit or my weapons sure sure okay okay they say that because i was they, they said did, that they, they said that loot. when yeah uh in the last Anyone. week when in the stream after after they showed the mission thing they asked gareth what about the stuff that you have uh like you know what if happens if you for example got killed while you guys were running out with that power core what happens to your stuff when you die and gareth said two things happen when you die number one you fail the mission so it doesn't matter what you fail the mission and number two if you have items on you i.e uh grenades ammo uh, mission items such as the that power core or whatever those items are in your backpack and are lootable until you get back to the ship once you get back to the ship or get back someplace where you can like access your storage locker and put it in then you can save it but even then even That's when cool. you say that he said everything in your backpack is lost 
You can't and, delete and, it. And they, asked, and they asked, what about like your guns or whatever? And he said, no, not your stuff that gets engineered. Yeah, it, 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 isn't, it, isn't, it isn't like lost, lost. As in, you can only get it when you go back to your ship and you respawn. But it's not lootable. They've, they've said there is no looting. They specifically so they said so in the weapons question and answer, could you have stuff on the ground and other players pick it up? And they said yes. They didn't say that. That was, in, well, that, was in response to, that was in response to, can I drop stuff for someone else to pick up? I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's, that's um, but, but that's distinctly different to me killing Kai and then looting him. Yeah. So I, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Mm, okay, it's, I don't can know. Can you grenades for your friends and said yes, others can pick up your dropped items? But they have said previously with looting, there isn't any. Yeah. Okay. I've said that. Okay. 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 I, 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 I would like to see what it comes out to on March 29th, then we'll know. But as, yeah. as so continuing this stuff, uh, I, I want to see uh, the what this pre order exclusive suit is. I'd like to see that. Uh, I'd like to see what the station gameplay details are like inside. Uh, as as uh, Burr said, I would very much like to see the exobiology stuff. And lastly, again, for as much as they've touted this fear of combat stuff, we haven't seen any of that. I would like to see what it looks like when ships and SRVs and people engage in mixed combat. Is it? Is it? Because they've said very clearly, like, it's not just a situation of the biggest ship will be the best one to bring at all times, but we've sort of heard that before, and then we see how missions actually go when you do the planetary scans by just flying up and never even getting in your SRV or whatever. So I want to see for myself, is it just that, you know, vets crap on, you know, vets crap on... uh uh you know pythons which crap on cobras which crap on srvs or is it is there some mechanism that somehow some way that i can't fathom makes it sort of meaningful interplay and that it's not just biggest vehicle wins um and and then lastly for all of the talk early on in the in the odyssey process of there's a significant refresh of the underlying code base and how we were all saying, man, all of these things that they keep talking about is we're excited for new and interesting ways of people to play together and do stuff. Like we, I think we all made the comments early on something to the extent of, well, okay, the only way that this works is if they strengthen instancing, strengthen ways that we can connect with each other. And we have heard no word of that. Uh, so I'm I'm very much wondering almost the opposite word. Yeah, I'm I'm very much wondering, like, was that the wall that they hit, or is are things great and we just they just haven't said anything, so we don't know, or like, is that I mean that to me is the biggest question mark of all of this. I don't know what you guys think. I think I mean we have to remember that Frontier loves to. <sighs> They love to not do these anything. big. Oh. Yeah, they lo yeah, lo they love to not say anything and then have uh, a lot of surprises when things come up. Yeah. They do that all the time with everything. Yeah. They love to tease things, um, but not really reveal anything in full before it's like it's there right in front of you. Um, the mining and exploration did that, didn't it? When that when that originally came out, I think it's fair to say no one knew anything about that coming until it until it pretty much arrived. Yeah. Okay, so 
Um, regarding the the alpha is now two weeks away, and we know that usually they take the snapshot. Um, or maybe we should just explain for the people who have not been part of a beta or alpha test for dangerous before. The way it works is often around two weeks before the test starts, Frontier is taking a snapshot of the live server, and that is then a completely parallel, um, basically parallel universe from the one you are in on the live server. That means when the alpha starts, you're going to be wherever you were when that snapshot were taken, you're going to have be in that ship, it's going to be have that engineering, it's going to have that cargo that you had at that point in time. And that also means that whatever you do in the test is going to stay in the test and nothing carries over to the live game. So you can go and you can blow up all your ships and lose all your money, it doesn't matter, because after the six weeks and the alpha concludes, that parallel universe is going to get deleted and you only have the live game left. So with that in mind, we know that uh, the snapshot is probably going to be taken here doing next week at some point. Have you done any kind of preparations for it? Or are you just going to go, I'm just going to be where I am and then see how it goes from there? Definitely option B for me. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't so, know what preparation no prep. to do, to be honest. I wouldn't, yeah. No, I know, I know uh, <laughs> Laura has been stacking up um, engineering materials, for instance, in case we get access to some engineers so we don't have to go and farm engineering materials, assuming it's the same materials, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, let me ask you, Astro, actually, because I, I figured you, you, you probably have a much better idea, certainly a better idea than me anyway. Do you think the alpha is, is going to be um, as much of the entire finished product as possible? Or do you think it's going to be a very focused, right, we need them to do X, Y, Z, so we'll only give them X, Y, Z, and then in week one we'll X, and in week two we'll give them X and Y. Do you know what I mean? Or do you, yeah, do you think yeah. they'll just throw the door open and off you go? I would briefly. I think they're going to show or to give us something in the beginning, but not everything. I think they're going to give us most things, but they're purposely going to leave some things out. Um, okay. Am I cargo full? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think they're gonna, as we talked about, I think they're gonna release gradually because they don't want to have people going all over the place. They want to have some focused feedback on a specific topic and then once they kind of got that topic dialed in then they will release things over time i don't know if that's the case they may just open the floodgates and everybody can just go and do their thing um yeah i suppose i suppose one of the problems with elite is that you can you can go anywhere so that i i guess i guess my i I guess i was curious just because because you can go anywhere people will go anywhere and then they might end up you might end up in a situation where no one's testing anything really because we're all kind of all over the place sort of thing so i wondered yeah, if they exactly. sort of restrict us to a planet or a number of planets you know like the original uh the original alpha and beta test when they came out when the game first launched you had like i think you had like two or three star systems or something like that it was really really small and then they sort of slowly expanded the bubble i wondered if they'd sort of do something like that or yeah it, or maybe they're just gonna say even though credit has very little Meaning in uh, um, little, little meaning in in in, in Odyssey or oh, the Alpha, sorry. Uh, maybe they're gonna go and say, "Hey, uh, these specific type of missions are for the next week. Gonna pay ten times the payout on the Alpha server." Okay. 
or if you okay. go pick up these things so they can progress quicker in the game or something like that or maybe they're going to give more engineering materials than they usually would so that encourages people to go and do that so it's not like a, a six seven hour grind to go and engineer one module sure 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 okay okay yeah would, yeah yeah i would be less likely to believe that they're going to gate content by sort of location like you have to be in these three systems in the alpha i would mm -hmm. be more likely to believe that you could do whatever you want anywhere in the bubble but they're going to gate maybe 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 gate like hey for the next two three days this phase of alpha we're testing uh you know the mission system for the next two three days we're going to be testing exobotany for the next two three days we're going to be testing like more and I'm not saying that I think that this is going to happen. I'm just saying I think it's more likely that they would gate it based on the content loops than they would based on locations. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I think mm. that feels great. I think, haven't they actually said on stream as well that they're going to be doing it in phases? They said, like, uh, phase yes. future. So we, we kind of know that's coming. I, I don't okay. imagine they change locations because otherwise they'd have to move people from all over the yeah. galaxy into a couple of systems. And I just don't see yeah. it. Frontier. Yeah, sure. Yeah, contest, contest, uh, content in the beginning. Sort of what, 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 I, what I find interesting and, and am curious about more so is the fact that they've said that the alpha starts March 29th and it's going to be a six month period. So that means it's going to end like six May, week. May or six weeks. Sorry, I said, I said month there. I mean, yeah, six <laughs> week period. And so that means it's going to end so sort of May 10th ish. Um, and and if that's the case, uh, the the statement that they had made to their investors through that London Stock Exchange report or whatever, basically had indicated that they had intended for at, at the time that that statement was made, at least that they had intended for Odyssey to drop by the end of the fiscal year, which was May thirtieth or whatever, the last day of May. Um, it it. If that is the case that that the six week alpha ends May ten, do are you thinking that the plan is that they're just going to have sort of an alpha and then two three weeks of like last minute polish and then release without a beta, or do you think it's going to be six weeks alpha and then some undetermined amount of beta, which is would theoretically have to push it past the end of May for a release mm. date. Well, I tell you what PC occurred to release me. release equals beta. The word, the word in, all, in all their marketing and all their sales so far, the word beta has been quite conspicuous by its absence. Mm. Um, and I wondered if uh, we can pay to access the alpha, but the beta, which will be you know two, three weeks or whatever, um, I guess, I'm guessing at the end, um, that will be completely thrown open to the public. That was, that was what I was wondering. Oh, that makes sense. Is, is, the, is, the is the launch. I think the PC launch is the beta up until console. Until okay, console. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I just don't think it's being called that. And yeah, I'm being, I'm being cynical. But I, honestly, I think that's the case, that it's just not being called with you. what it is. You know, shovel's a shovel, a spade's a spade. They're going, no, nah, this is a digging implement. So no, wait, 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 wait. I'll call it what it is, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's See, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking that the six weeks alpha would be, as they said, 
sort of rolling instance of, okay, we're testing this for this phase, this for this phase, like iterated on whatever. And it's basically fixed the mechanics and it's only uh, accessible to those people that paid ahead, number one, to drive up revenue. And number two, to sort of make it a little easier that it's like a limited, more finite number of players. And then after alpha ended on May the 10th, maybe a week or two to work on stuff. And then an undetermined amount of time, two weeks, four weeks, whatever, of beta and beta as Burr was just saying, my, my thought would be beta would be, it's open to everyone and we think we have all of the little tweaking done that we wanted. Now this is the stress test where we just want to put as many people on it and see if we can crash the damn thing. Yeah, I actually I think Plater is, is right because Bruce, a few weeks back on one of his streams in response to a question about the staggered release, made the statement that, look at it this way, console players, when it gets to you guys, all the testing will have been completed and we will have it in the place that we want it. Yep. So yeah. that exactly. almost says that they're going to be using the PC release as as more testing ground Quite in order literally. to get it yeah. to where they want it. Yeah, But that doesn't negate the fact that they could still do a beta as a, a large-scale PC stress test. There might be uh, some boardroom reasons why it's not, like, why this specific language isn't being used, but it seems that way. I, You know, it is conspicuous, so it seems that maybe it's something like that, whereas the alpha is is for trying to fiddle with the numbers and see if the, the rewards and the and the uh, bounties and, and things for different crimes and successes are accurate. Uh, and mm. then put it out there for the big stress test. You know, maybe it's not ideal. Maybe this is kind of what we've come to because um, because of the way things got pushed back and back and back and back. And now you can't you can't say beta without violating some signed agreement somewhere in a boardroom. Maybe. So you're saying, Trax, that your your speculation is that beta stress test is just release day. Uh, you know, praise God and pass the ammunition. Let's hope for the best. P yeah, maybe. Wow. I mean, if there isn't another beta, I mean, then it's going to be a stress test. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it will. Like it or not, I mean, it's, that's not speculation. Yeah, well, I would I would be surprised if they launched this thing without stress testing it. So Agreed. I think the reason why they're running a... First of all, I was surprised that we have an alpha, which is one, what we assume is going to be one long alpha, a six-week. I was assuming it would going to have one week up, one week down, one week up, one week mm. down, like oh, okay. where, they, where they tested most like they did with a lot of the Horizon things. Well, to where be they clear could, that they haven't said they're not doing that. They've just said alpha will last six weeks. They didn't never said it'll be a continuous up for six weeks that I heard. I mean, I think that's how most people have understood it. But mm. if, if, if that's not the case, that it's a continuous six-week alpha, then it's very poorly communicated. And expectation management is all over the place. Well, <laughs> so that's I'm, pretty sure it's gonna, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to sure, sure gonna be six weeks up. But I also think that we relatively... That they're aiming for after the alpha, they're gonna have maybe a week to go and just polish off the last things. Because I think when they when they launch the alpha, it is gonna be mostly our first shot of where they think the finished thing is gonna be. And then they're gonna go back, they're gonna give themselves a week to just polish up the last things, and then they're gonna run a very short beta. It might just be a weekend, maybe it's gonna be a full week. I don't think it's gonna be more than that because they want numbers. And they want a lot of people online in that uh, in a very short amount of time, so that they can see what can, like, how much, how many people can you put in this game before things begin to break. 
if they want to know where the glass ceiling is. If they go with the stated March 29th start, May 10th, you know, six week end of the alpha process, however, whatever form that takes, that still allows for the time that you're talking about of a very, very like a week after that. So that's May 17th and then like a week, uh, very, very hyper limited stress test beta that still leaves you. That's the 24th. That still leaves you a week of last minute polish before May 31st, theoretical end of last deadline date release for end of fiscal year. That still does fit your theory there. Yeah, I think that they think they could just squeeze it in if they really wanted to. Um, if they don't, be that's really kind of crazy. And I think the reason to the, to the question of why this is an alpha, not a beta, I think um, a lot of it is that people have been so used to betas being free. And then like, mm -hmm. why all of a sudden am I going to be paying for a beta when in the past they were free? Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I think it's, it's part of it, but it may also be because if you sell exclusive access to, and they call it the beta, and they are planning to do that large scale thing later, then all of us say, hey, by the way, now the, the alpha is free for everybody. And then the people who pay for it, there will probably be some of those like, do what? You, you said that there was a paid thing and now all of a sudden you're opening it up to everybody. Yep, that's a good point. And, and yeah, there are, I'll guarantee you that some people are going to be mad about that if they do it. So that's the, why I think Alpha is paid content. This is where they iron out all the bugs. Then there's going to be an extremely short beta where they're going to stress test the game and they're going to see where the servers break. I mean, it's the and, same thing uh, they did. It's the same thing they did with Fleet Carriers just under a different name. Fleet Carriers, they had the first beta you know, which in this case would be like this was, hey, let's fix the numbers, let's tweak the loops, let's get the stuff locked in, the mechanics. And then they did a, 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 a one after that, the second beta or whatever, where they brought in all of the consoles, they brought it into as many people as possible, and they were like, let's just see if we can crash stuff. Yeah, I think that's how they're gonna, I, I might be wrong, but I, that's just how I would do it. That's the last step would be, mm. let's crash this thing. Let's mm. see how much it can take. Mm -hmm. Well, because here's the deal. Yeah, as Trax pointed out, you're going to have a stress test no matter what you do. The question is, do you do the stress test under the label of beta where no one's going to get mad? Or do you do the stress test under the label of, for some reason, I'm an idiot who has ignored all of MMOs throughout the history of time and booked a week paid time off on the date that you told me it was going to be live. And now I'm complaining because the servers crashed. Duh, it happens every time. What? We all know what the right answer to that is, and so I think <laughs> if if they turn out to choose to to have chosen the wrong answer, it Oof. wasn't anybody on the coding team, and it wasn't anybody on the CM team. It was somebody else In with a checkbook that, yep. that made that choice. Yeah, a hundred percent. We have we have so we, about six uh, minutes left, and I have a few quick uh, quick fire questions. I just want um, I just want you guys to uh, to uh, to run over here before we uh, before we wrap up. So. Sure. When alpha hits, what is the first thing you're going to do? Where's the first place you're going to go? There is um, right below our home port of Wilson Port. There is a, a, a planetary site on the on the planet immediately below called Tall Base, um, which I'm very familiar with because I go there all the time doing just re just real simple cargo missions. I want to go there and see what it looks like now. If you see what I mean, I want to see how it's changed. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we've got to go to a planet where we can already land to see the difference. Yes. Yes. Okay. Plater? Uh, I'm... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 um, go. Okay, go, go for it. I, 
I'm a I'm a VR player. The first thing I'm doing is just gazing upon planets from space, and then I'll then I'll fly down to them and and be uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Falgoid sites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sites followed by Guardian sites because I mean, who doesn't want to be totally mm. dwarfed by these things and stand there and be like, "This is creepy." Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I think I'm I'm with Plato on this one. I think one of the first places I'm gonna go after I have my skull caved in by Plato, then I'm gonna go to a Thargoid site. Problem solved. Oh yeah, well, you can keep a skull on a, a Thargoid. Yeah, site. you don't care, you don't care where you kill him, do you? <laughs> you guys have birds one stoned. You guys have really just asked weird if you'd live stream it. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to be live streamed, of course. <laughs> um. Uh, Kai, I think I uh, Kai and and uh, and uh, tweak, tweak. Uh, wow. uh, I'm gonna go to Dab's Hope, followed by the Inra base, and be disappointed by neither one of them having functioning doors. <laughs> First thing I would do if I had access to the Alpha would be go to the the main station in our home system and have a squad meet up on on foot. Oh my god, that's just going to be it, unbelievable! Yeah. It should it should be stated just by in case anybody isn't aware, if they don't know. Tweak Tweak is an Xbox player, so that's hence his statement of if I did have access, it would be this. Right, right. That will be the first thing I do when I get access to Odyssey. But yeah, I'll I'll be watching and living vicariously through all of you. So no, it'll be a, he'll, oh. he'll be enjoying his Michael Collins moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, then um, final thing, is there anything else that you are specifically looking forward to? Like, what do you want to, after you, you've seen the sites, most of it seems to be sightseeing. So what will be one of the first game mechanics you want to go and um, and test out after we've done all the sightseeing? Let's do it in the opposite order. Uh, tweet? For sure, I'm going to a settlement and getting in a big shootout somewhere. Got it. <laughs> Kai? Uh one of the things I'm most interested to see after it actually goes out is um, with with FPS games as they exist now, it's sort of a readily accepted idea in the community that keyboard and mouse has a massive advantage over uh, uh, console, you know, controller players. And, and for that reason, most controller players in a lot of FPS games, they add like some aim assist mechanism for, for controller players. I'm very curious to see if Frontier has embraced that or if they're just going to sort of have it be, or or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that the supposition is wrong and that with how they are doing their mechanics of FPS, controller players will not be at a disadvantage. But I'm very much interested to see how that interplay of keyboard and mouse versus controller players is going to play out uh, in the FPS. Got it. Uh, tracks. Um, I uh, <laughs> this is a little bit un unstarry eyed, but um, I'm planning on messing with controls <laughs> a little bit in that same vein. Uh, figure out if I'm going to be happier with a mouse sitting next to me on a table. Um, pretty sure I can do movement with my thruster buttons on my Hodus, but um, yeah, we'll figure that out. And so, just true to form for Elite, we'll figure out controls before we actually play the game. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Plater? I'm 
I actually want to um, get out and walk around my station, places tyranny, and check out the social hubs. Okay, all sightseeing. Bro? A little bit of sightseeing, but also seeing what's there mission wise, like where the oh, missions yeah, are, okay. what are the shops like, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, I, I, I want to see what that's like because it's, it's going to be an important part of the gameplay. Oh, cool. yeah. I think um, I'm I'm really curious to see uh, not just um, uh, we know there's a you know to a degree that there's a you can do a kind of run and gun element to the first person shooter stuff, but I'm I'm really intrigued to see what roles um, you can explore there. So whether there's a decent role for a sniper, um, whether there's a decent role for an anti-vehicle guy, that kind of thing. I re- I'd really like to see um, the the first person shooter side broken down into um, into what you can actually achieve. I'm really keen to mess with that stuff. And re really, really, really wants to know how the camera system is going to work. Really wants to know. Can imagine. Yeah. I think I think the first thing I'm going to do after done my uh, my sightseeing uh, is probably to go and begin to look at what kind of different suits are available, what kind of weapon options are there, what kind of stats do we get around them. Do we have anything regarding engineering? Uh, I begin to dive into basically suit builds. How do we, how do we make suits, and uh, how do we make a, a, how much customization do we have with uh, with that? I'll be staring intently at your channel, waiting for you to teach me that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But with that, we actually reached the um, the end of uh, of the notes, and we are twenty seven seconds over time. So I think uh, I think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be it for today. Um, unless anyone has any closing thoughts, they absolutely have to share. Guess that's a no. Okay. So huge thank you. Of course, if one of you guys want to to hang around and continue to stream, then you can of course do that uh, on whatever channel you are streaming on. Um, but at least this concludes the uh, the uh, quote unquote official part of this Super Friendos uh, live stream. So thanks a lot to the Burr Pit and Commander Burr. Thanks a lot to Luke Screw and JN Tracks. Thanks a lot to Elite Week with Kai and Tweet and to Commander Plater um, for for joining you today and for having a a very wonderful and very hopefully entertaining uh, chat. Thanks oh, a lot, thank guys. You. That was really good fun. Thanks, thanks to you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you guys around. Thanks for having me. All right. So there you have it, folks. Uh, let's see. Yes, my they're they're muted now. Discord output is muted. All right. So there you have it. Uh, that was the Super Friendos Roundtable, where we discussed all kinds of stuff. Does anybody have any uh, questions they want to add on here at the end? Yay, Elite Week after party. I am for it. There you go. Yep, only high gravity. Maybe temperatures could prevent us to go on foot. This is true. Uh, wish I'd made it earlier. That's okay, Orange Phoenix, because I'm about to end the stream, and then you can just pull it up and watch it, <clears throat> you know, as the as the video version. Uh, the first uh, 10, 15 minutes is you know sort of me vamping while we were doing sound checks and stuff getting ready so just just jump like 20 minutes in and you'll get to the good stuff so there's there there was lots of thoughts shared lots of opinions some agreeing some disagreeing um take it all for what you will a lot of it's speculation and in the end we will know when we know which would seem to be march 29th we'll see fingers crossed um 
I do want to say, after all of this sort of uh, speculation and and, and talk, that the entire expansion, to me, is worth it just for the planet tech upgrades and the starting along the atmospheric landing spectrum. I very much hope that Odyssey will follow the up with periodic downloadable content that continues to add to that spectrum over the coming years. I'm talking about gas giants, ammonia worlds, water worlds, earth-like worlds, and colonized worlds, which are just earth-like worlds with Prochan cities on them. Um, <clears throat> but just from what we've already seen from the uh, prettier rendering of stuff, prettier planets, the, the physical PBR, physical-based reality or whatever, like materials, uh, you know, that basically they make your ships look nicer, they make stuff look better. Um, all of that looks like a, 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 an absolute home run, hit it out of the park, phenomenal stuff. In addition to that, there are other aspects that I find exciting from what they've talked about with Odyssey. There are other aspects that I find troubling or or concerning, and and that I hope that they uh, uh, address, or that I hope that 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 it's good on drop, or if it's not good on drop, then it's good through iterative uh, sort of upgrades to make it better over over a short period of time. So there it is. I hope you guys enjoyed the talk. Uh, feel free to come join the Elite Week Discord. It will be in the notes section of the uh, of the uh, YouTube video. Come come join the Elite Week Discord and continue the conversation. Uh, give us your thoughts. I love you all, and I'm gonna play you out with a little song. For a player, pop it, pop it for me. Turn around and drop it for a player, drop it, drop it for me. I got a beach house in Miami. Wake up with no jammies. Lobster tail for dinner. Bully a serve that's camping. You got it if you want it, got it, got it if you want it. Said you got it if you want it. Take my wallet if you want it. Now jump in a Cadillac, girl. Let's put some miles on it. Or anything you want just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it. All I'm gonna give it to you Gold jewelry shining so bright A strawberry champagne all nice Lucky for you, that's what I like That's what I like Lucky for you, that's what I like That's what I like A sex by the fire at night A silk sheets and diamonds all white Lucky for you, that's what I like That's what I like Lucky for you, that's what I like Say the word and we go. You can be my flicker, girl. I'll be your fico, mama. I never make you promises I can't keep. I promise that you smile and go never leave. Shopping sprees in Paris, everything 24 carats. Now take a look in that mirror and tell me who's the fairest. Is it you? Is it me? It says us, and I'll agree, baby. Jump in a Cadillac, girl, let's put some miles on it. Or anything you want, just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby, you deserve it all. I'm gonna give it to you, go to rich shining so bright. Strawberry champagne on ice. Lucky for you, that's what I like, that's what I like. Lucky for you, that's what I like.
Lucky for you, that's what I like. 